Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Old Taku Connection. And while I did gush uh, about how much I love Sonic Mania on Joe's show, which I think you'll be hearing this week, um, I gotta, you know, heap some more praise on it and say that I beat it recently and later into the game encountered a level, a remake of Metallic Madness from Sonic CD that was a combination of Metallic Madness, Brain Scrap Zone from Sonic 1, and Metropolis Zone from Sonic 2. So, Sonic fans are hearing that and thinking, oh god, it's that level incarnate. And it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, it was reasonably challenging, sure. But, you know, it wasn't the start-stop, everything's a hazard, everything kills me, this is death type level that Brain Scrap and uh, Metropolis Zones were. You know, it didn't bring the fun to a screeching halt. That's what, I guess what I'm saying. <coughs> then came Titanic Monarch. And sure, it's the last level of the game, but God! Screw every part of that level. Screw everything that level stands for. I mean, I like Christian Whitehead and to Games and I can't remember the name of the other group. T-Lopes, just all the cool people behind that game, but that level was evil. It was just sick and twisted and wrong and I hate those weird warp orb things and ugh. Anyway, I'm still going back through to get the Chaos Emeralds, because I suspect there's something behind that. But, uh, yeah. That's enough talking about Sonic. Let's talk about superheroes. Let's talk about Hero Academia. Let's, uh, stalk Froppy. And Grape Juice. And other people with silly names. So, please enjoy. So at last, Stain is defeated. Yeah. That guy was fucking scary. Yes. Yes, he was. It took a lot to get him to, to stay down. Yeah. He was cool. Also, um, I don't know which one of you said this, but whichever one of you did is right. He didn't have a nose. And yeah. it looks like that yeah. thing had either gotten cut off or torn off. Well, I don't oh, think it was I cut. I was surprised. It, it just looked I don't like think... a, a pointy nose. Yeah, I don't it's think just, it was. It's just like nose bone. Well, just, just like, like all the other heroes. Of, most of your <laughs> nose, most of your nose is cartilage. So yeah, when you remove the cartilage, that's what it looks like underneath. Yeah, some people well, have noses like that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I think like how all the other heroes, um, how they sometimes will come out, I guess you could call them mutated or something. Considering what his um, quirk is, it seemed pretty fitting that he looked like that because he kind of like a bat. So that seemed to make a lot of sense to me when I saw it. Yeah, he does look freaky, but uh, it's not always the case. Like we thought... um we thought a uh, hot Coldman's uh, quirk led to that weird thing on his face, but it was actually <laughs> scalding hot water poured on him as a child. 
I wouldn't right, be but, surprised but I, if there was some like ghastly shit in this guy's past to make him so fucking crazy. Well, they do talk about his backstory, and it doesn't seem like there really was that much crazy going on. It just seems well, like we did, he always was kind of crazy. We didn't get a whole lot just that. We kind of got the barest of bare-ass cliff notes about his past. He's still a pretty right. mysterious figure right now. Yeah, but I still I think because of the type of person he is and the way he thinks and the way he you know he acts with everything, I don't think there was any particular thing that just triggered him off and made him insane. I just think he's just one of those people that it's just how he is. And uh, you know this this sorry, go ahead. And this like and the type of thinking that he has for everything, it just kind of slowly made him become more crazy. I don't think there was anything in particular that did it. Now I would strongly disagree with you on this, but the kind of conversation we're having is exactly what the villains want. <laughs> uh, but wh- why would you disagree, though? I mean, e- the, at least from the what we saw on his, you know, his bits of story, it just really seemed like it's just this. He's always thought this way. It's never it's, there wasn't anything particular. Uh, I can't really set him off. Got the feeling that he probably had some like really big wide eyed ideals about what being a hero is. And then kind of then like when he was hit with the reality, it kind of struck him a bit. Um, it seems a bit I guess the best way I can describe it is it seems a bit too easy that he was always just like this. Um, mm. I guess it would kind of yeah. come down to like. Well. When the change uh, occurred, I think they implicated that it was sometime during uh, him joining a school for heroes that he started to kind of see the faults and spent some amount of time trying to speak out about it before taking action. Right. See, right there, it wasn't anything in particular. It's just like it just over time and just slowly became more vocal about it. I think the main thing is, is like good storytelling would suggest that obviously something else had to happen to him to kind of push him to where he ended up at. But we didn't really, that wasn't explained to us, at least not yet. Yeah. Um, and maybe it won't, but like mm-hmm. at this point we, we kind of like, I mean, just speaking on like human nature, like obviously there had to be something more to make him start becoming like, a murderous person, um, and well, probably ha- having a quirk that yeah. you have to lick people's blood yeah. probably didn't help. See pretty, it. yeah, it's a pretty ghastly ability. I mean, really, if you think about it, um, he's kind of in that same area as the mind control kid, where he's got like a villain ass villain power. Who's the mind control kid? He was uh, the first guy Deku fought during the um, during the uh, in- the um, fucking sports festival. Uh, Baby Purple Man. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he froze him. Sort of remember, but not really. Remember, he froze him in, in spot, and he just what kind was, of pushed him over. What was what triggered that? Anything? Um, I think if you respond to a question, he can basically oh, yeah. mind control okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. Now I remember him. Yeah. I don't know. I still just don't think that there was any like huge big event that just set him off. I just think, you know, throughout his life, he had this way of how he thought about heroes should be. And as time grew and like, as more people didn't go along with the way he thought, 
it's just slowly the rage and the you know frustration just built up inside of him until eventually he just became how he is now. I don't yeah. I don't think there was any particular event, but <laughs> only, right, I mean they, they, they didn't reveal a ton. Yeah. Well, they didn't reveal yeah. a ton, and like Mike was saying, I don't think they're going to reveal more. This was kind of like his time, and now they're kind of moving on. So well, th- again, only time will tell. He's not dead. And, no, he's um, not. It's it's interesting with him because, uh, in spite of the effect he's having on villains, mm-hmm. and that like his his actions and just that like raw ass conviction, raw ass passion has like villains getting up and saying, "I want to go out and do some shit too." Yeah. He'd be in. He'd probably be in opposition to all of them like they'd all go out in his name and then he'd come around and kill them so i think there's um a lot to go with in regards to story to have him come back at some point especially once the league of villains has like been established which is what it seems like is about to happen i feel like he'll come back near the end or in season three i mean they haven't said a season three but at this point we yeah we just know there's going to be a season three i imagine I, mean, just, I imagine it would be later like once once like quite a bit later just personally i think uh it seems like it's more interesting to bring him back once the landscape has changed a bit yeah yeah to me he just seems it seems like well like He's in jail, put a little check mark. Now we have another person in our rogues gallery to eventually draw from again if we want. Mm-hmm. Just like Batman villains, they always go to jail and they escape and shit. Yep. Yes. Though he also has an interesting standpoint, whereas he's he's clearly a villain. He has no problems killing. He won't necessarily be an enemy to Deku. No, he wasn't an enemy to Deku Why do you at all. Say that? Well, um, Why would he well, one, he admires All Might too. I think uh, during the fight, I think it was one of the previous episodes. He uh, seemed to think Deku. I uh, like said something that indicated he liked the way Deku thought and approached being a hero. Yeah, at, at the fact that he's flat out going to be All Might's successor. Yeah, I mean, I see what you mean. I think I would phrase it more like he won't be antagonistic to that specific person. But when it comes down to it, they're going to have to fight again. And he mentioned something about All Might being the only person he would like to be killed by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. The one thing, even though the man's completely insane in the way he thinks... It really f- seems like in order for him to be your target, you really have to. There has to be a really good reason that he feels why he yeah, needs to kill you. Not really. He just needs to think there's a really good reason, which is to say, he's got to think you're corrupt if you're a hero. And his definition for corrupt is kind of unreasonable. I don't know if, if he goes after like he thinks they're corrupt, but I think he thinks that they're more deluded and they just need to be like killed. Like like they think they're doing a, a good job, but since they're taking money, then they're they're really not, and they're mm-hmm. sort of delusioned. And well, he he seems to be like everybody. working off of this 
idea. Like I think when he takes down the um. I can't remember what he says when he takes down the Nomu. It was like uh, chasing petty dreams or something like that. It seems kind of like if you aren't wholly altruistic in your pursuit of this, you're a villain in his mind. And he's just too extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's a very interesting character. I'm not sure I've really ever seen a villain with that kind of that specific motivation yeah it's fascinating since he probably doesn't like he at best probably sees himself as a necessary evil and more than likely doesn't even necessarily see himself as a villain in spite of how fucking fuck all brutal and psychotic this guy is well I don't see him as a villain. I mean, I just see him as a, as a very extreme anti-hero. He's I mean, a just Joe. He's a he's serial not, killer. Well, yes, he's a serial <laughs> killer. But I mean, the guy is clearly insane. But it, I just, it doesn't, I doesn't don't, make I don't him any less of a serial killer, Joe. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I just not all I insane people murder. <laughs> right. That is very true. That is that is actually yeah, that's a very good point. But I just, I don't know, man. It's just, I, uh, maybe. Joe, Joe, <laughs> maybe are, are, you, are, are you trying to tell me, are you trying to tell me that Unplottable Man is going to join the League of Villains? Is, is that what's <laughs> going on here? Well, I have no problem becoming a villain. That's, I, don't, I don't mind that at all. But that's a whole different discussion. But I think at the very end, right, right before, right, what was it, when his, what was it, like his rib punctured his, like he just kind of, when he kind of froze in the spot, like right in the spot as he was walking forward. I can't remember exactly what stopped him. Yeah, it was like internal uh, or something. His, uh, but, one of his broken ribs punctured a lung. Yeah, that's, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, that was interesting. So he stopped himself by getting his own blood mixed into himself somehow. I think I think maybe he just went in the shock when the when that happened. It was a lot of the, you know, uh, it was a Deku and the other guy. They kind of, they hit him really hard. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that, that sandwich shot between uh, Deku and Ida, I know yeah. that broke at least one rib. Probably. Oh, more. yeah. Yeah, so, but I don't know. Maybe I, I just, for a slight, tiny, tiny, tiny little moment, I felt kind of bad for the guy. Just a little bit. You were and moved then, by his charisma. That's it. No. You are just, one of those people who's gonna go rogue on us. <laughs> and when he went after the, was that the Nomu thing? He killed. I mean, I, I, he killed geez, the I don't know how to shit feel about out of that thing. Yeah, I just I don't know how to feel about this guy. And I know he didn't do it to just to save everyone else. Saving that wasn't a, well, that was not on his mind. He may he have just, been. No, no, no. He may have been genuinely trying to save Deku there. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Um, well, here's maybe. the thing, Joe. If he wanted to escape, he didn't need to take down the Nomo. He could have just ran while they were trying to get Deku. I, I don't think the way he the way he sees the world would have allowed him to do that. Because, you know, I mean, just uh, he had a reason for, for killing that Nomo. He kind of said, I can't remember. But yeah, I don't well, know. He this probably guy, thought I, it was a villain. But, uh, I don't know. Well, to him, everyone's a villain. That's what it kind of seems like. So it's just, 
I don't know how to feel about this guy. He's clearly insane, a serial killer, and a madman. <laughs> I just uh, the, the way he thinks about the world, it's something special there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Something. Don't worry, I won't become stain. I won't go that far. Will I? I've got my eye on you, Joe. <laughs> Uh, Change Raptor is getting hungry, and yes. you're looking like tasty meat right now. I'm going to go. I might as well go out with a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stain finally goes down, and then we get to meet the uh, chief of police in that area, Officer Dog Face. So I was disappointed because I don't know what the dog sound in Japanese is. So the uh, subtitle said one, but but I didn't hear. I couldn't. I couldn't hear it apart from the rest of the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw because I um, this thing I have uh, Verve has uh, Funimation on it, so I got to see that episode dubbed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> he does bark at the end of his sentences. Oh my! <laughs> it, they do a pretty good job with it. It sounds like it almost sounds like it's involuntarily coming out of his throat as he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I didn't know they were doing the dub when they're as they're doing the sub for it. I thought that usually comes comes later. Uh, is Fun, Funimation doing it at the same time? Yeah, I think it's like the simul dub thing. I think it comes out like uh, two days after. I gotta listen to that just so I can hear how he sounds. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we find out he's not only uh, a damn good cop, but a very good boy, and uh, <laughs> decides to let the kids off the hook because apparently their use of uh, quirks in that situation wasn't lawful. Mm-hmm. There's laws yeah. and rules to all of this. That was interesting. I. We thought they could have just used the, uh, you know, go cake as it was self-defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, things would be kind of tricky when, how should I put this? Like, even even here in our world, self-defense, uh, how far you can go in the name of self-defense can vary depending. Like, if you have, like, a martial arts background, you're expected to show more restraint than other people. And even more so if you're like got military background or something like that. So I imagine in the case of superpowers, it's a clusterfuck trying to figure that out. Mm. But didn't they also get in trouble too because they were supposed to be being watched by their yeah. teachers or the other he- yeah. bigger heroes and their yeah. supervisors got in trouble too. That's what that's what it was, yeah, because they're not so. Supposed to do that kind of thing in well, public, I guess. Yeah, and the the supervisors are all, to varying degrees, pro heroes as well. So right, they were endangering themselves and others. That's in their area of like uh, jurisdiction is to, you know, keep things contained like that. Um, and it does seem kind of like a hard assed response to it, but I mean, I guess that's just the necessary evil in all of this. I don't really feel like it was a, a hard-ass approach to it. I mean, I mean, come on. They're just trying to keep everyone safe and make sure that things don't get too out of hand. Because well, they let yeah. everyone 
use their quarks everywhere, and there'd just be chaos. Well, I'm, I'm thinking specifically in regards to the reality of that particular situation, which is run off and let Ida be killed. Because had right, they yeah, not, yeah. you know, used their quirks and taken action, him and Native would have gotten murdered. Native. <laughs> but guy. Every time I see him, I want to know what he does. <laughs> How'd you come up with that name, buddy? <laughs> what kind of quirk just, did you have that you thought Native American was, like, the best gimmick? <laughs> this is just ridiculous. But, uh, but it, yes, I, I, I see what you're saying. In that particular scenario, they kind of, yeah, if they wouldn't have used <laughs> their powers, they would have been dull killed. So... Well, maybe not all of them. Only two of them would have been killed. Yeah. Yeah. Not Deku or the uh, well, the here's, Fire Ice Man. Here's the other thing. The one instance where we know someone didn't get killed after being attacked by Stain, they were paralyzed from the waist down. So, Ooh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, Edith's wait, brother. Who? Oh, well. Yeah, he uh, didn't die, but he was crippled. Yeah, well, he really... Yeah, he messed him up pretty good. That's true. Oof. Oh, man. And didn't also in the episode, like kind of the episode after the whole stain thing where they're all trying to recover and stuff, just like how Deku's hand or hands are kind of permanently like just messed up. Our, um, what was it? Didn't, what's his name, also yeah. get messed up in his legs or something? It was, no, it was, uh, it was Ida's arm. I think it was That's specifically it was. that uh, sword that got shoved through his forearm. Because they said um, a certain muscle, certain no, it was like a certain, I think it was a nerve or something got hit. As he said, um, he'd have trouble moving his fingers. And uh, that with like nerve transplant surgery or something like that, it could conceivably be fixed. Uh And he pulled that thing out with his teeth. That was just. Yeah, raw as fuck. (laughs) That was a crazy, crazy battle that happened. Man. Yeah, Stain is a scary motherfucker. I I know I keep saying that, but God fucking damn it. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment though. That whole scene where they they like just all collided together, one in the face, one in the side, and it just ah, that was so good. Fucking crunched his ass. <laughs> yes. Oh man, but even when I just like that when Stain was coming at the the fire ice guy, that it's just like in the big um. In the arena fight with Deku and the Fire Ice guy, it was this whole big crazy thing, and Deku was having a really hard time. And and like when you go against a real, like real villain like Stain, the Fire Ice thing was nothing to him. In fact, he even like made a comment saying the fact that you keep on guarding you know, or something with someone who's faster than you. Yeah, yeah, it's just he's just dicing through all the ice and bouncing around around the fire, and it's just crazy because you can see that. Yeah, these these kids still really need a lot of practice and understanding mm-hmm. how their quarks work because out there in the real world, <laughs> these things will tear them up, and they've shown it many times. It's just crazy. Yeah, he he was moving around that shit like it was nothing. I mean, I can see now why you we saw so much of him, you know, just annihilating everything with his powers during that tournament. It really puts into perspective how fucking scary stains 
mobility is. And this is, as far as we know, he doesn't have a quirk aiding that. That's something he trained and built himself up to be able to do. Yeah, and a little bit, and the, the little bit they told about his backstory. I mean, he he didn't train under anyone else. He trained himself these crazy, violent moves and techniques. So he's it's all him. So I, it would have been he was doing some. Uh, oh man, Clubber Lang stuff. That's what he was doing. He was just training alone. Like, <laughs> I train yeah. alone, and I kill the heroes alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's this, this guy is like scary it would have been nice to kind of get a bit more just to know how it's just how he learned how to do all this stuff man this guy is just crazy Louis Tooney that's what he is but uh yeah anything you guys want to say about this chapter before we get to the other episodes <laughs> yeah it was cool, but uh, I kind of felt like it's also weird because there is a it, there's a big gap between all the buildup that we watched, and then now we're starting like picking it up again. So I, I didn't take that much away from it. There wasn't to me. It was cool to learn more about him and stuff, but it was kind of just like it was just like all right, now that's done. Now what's next? Oh, I see. So it's my fault you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but it was just like kind of more of the same of what we saw. And then it was just like, well, here's the end. Hmm. Right. Uh, all right. New rules. I know uh, we do this in four episode bursts, but we all have to watch the episodes as they come out. Uh, oh, I have no problem with I'm proud of that. That but, wouldn't uh, make a difference. It's still like a... I'd have the same problem because it's like a big week in between. Like, I, I have a... It's not that big of a deal. It's just like every time... Like, even a week after, like, when I was waiting for shows on TV, when I hmm. really watched them, I'm just like, what's going on again? Oh, yeah, okay. It, like, takes a second to kind of readjust and remember everything. Ah, uh, Okay. Especially with something like this, where it's literally the continuation of an event. That's it's like we didn't move forward in time with the plot, and we didn't like change scenes. It's literally exactly what was happening last week. Do you prefer stuff how they've been doing it on Netflix, where they just release the entire show all at once versus having to to wait a week? Or a couple of days for each episode. Do you like that setup more, or do you like the old way of doing things? I'm just curious. It depends. Like when I was watching Riverdale, a lot of times mm -hmm. I really wanted to just keep watching. Uh, but with Legion, it was cool to have breaks, even though I didn't finish that. Um, but but yeah, this specifically, it would be really nice if everything was just out and I could just keep watching it. Yeah, because this particular anime seems to be kind of the thing where it's huge cliffhanger almost every other episode. Of like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Instead of just where it's, it's a lot faster, faster pace, which I always like. But that also means that, you know, things are always happening 
And if you <laughs> leave and come back, you're kind of wondering, wait, what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Why is he attacking him? That kind of thing. I feel like there may be an ideal somewhere in between where, like, the silly episodes and the recovery episodes can be weekly, but then when you get a three, four, five episode block representing some kind of conflict or something like that, you'd maybe want to get it daily or even be able to just watch it all as though it were one big ass episode. Yeah, this kind of, there was a big chunk and then we kind of finished the chunk and then like finished the last of the chunk with these episodes. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I think my only uh, gripe with being able to Netflix-style marathon is uh, I would go through this too fast. And I actually don't want to do that as much as I'm enjoying this show. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, I don't usually binge things, but I binged The Defenders the other day, eight hours straight. <laughs> See, I, I did that too, and that was a mistake. I don't feel like it was a mistake. I feel like I wouldn't have. I think I would have been bad if I had spaced that out. <laughs> I, th- um, I think if I would have spaced out the defenders, I probably would have stopped watching. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't hate I, I, it yeah. as much as you guys did. Um, well, I, I didn't just, hate it. it was you guys fucking so hated it. <laughs> you guys have no bad shit to say about it. No, I didn't hate it. I, if I hated it, I wouldn't have kept watching. So, I mean, it wasn't. I didn't hate it. This just wasn't great. <laughs> I, I gave it a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. And what did you give Iron Fist? I think I gave that a 7 or an 8. I have no words. <laughs> I mean, this the Defenders was... We're off topic, but the Defenders was much worse than Iron Fist. <laughs> Sir, I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. You will take back that felonious statement. Fist the cuffs at uh, dawn. No, Defenders, Defenders was way worse. I'm going to take the opposite stance. Iron Fist yeah. was... It had a, it, Iron Fist had some nice moments, but it was took, primarily dookie. Mm, Defenders was at least fun some of the time. Yeah, it was the opposite for me. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the Punisher. The, I, yeah. the little bits of the Punisher in Daredevil season two was fantastic. So I, I have very high hopes about the, yeah. the Punisher TV show. Yeah, and all that sure stuff is mainly wrong. why we're so hard on this stuff. Like, yeah. like for me, it's not like it's not like they're terrible. It's just like it feels like I'm watching TV. <laughs> yeah. The Defenders Ugh. did not have the budget it needed. That's true. I'll give you that. Yeah, indeed. And they wrote yeah. around that. Which was a mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it felt like basically a lot of the problems you ran into with Iron Fist were uh, still there with Defenders, which was frustrating. Like, basically, I think the biggest one being that it was, like, rushed out. Mm Mm-hmm.
Yeah. They really hammered home, like, then, like, the aspects I didn't like of each character. It was like Daredevil's pent up about Electra. Iron Fist is not going to go to Kunlun because they can't afford Kunlun. Yeah. Uh, Luke is just. Well, Luke and Jessica just had nothing to do because it was all well, Daredevil and Iron Fist's plot. Luke was. I don't know if condescending is the right term. It, it was a bit harder to pinpoint what about him was ticking me off. But he was irritating me. Every he was irritating me too. I think everyone was annoying at some point or another. But like him, I wasn't Very. expecting to be. Yeah, me I neither. Thought, yeah. They were all That's, pretty annoying. That was okay. weird. It was like he pulled out this like white privilege speech in the middle of it, and I was like, this... <laughs> yeah, it's like Luke. They're dissolving bodies. <laughs> it's like motherfucker. Yeah. This is not like robbing an ATM or even like a B and E. This shit is ghastly. Yeah, and it's like it it works when the whole show is like driving to a point about like society, but like this it just really came out of nowhere. You not like white people or something? <laughs> and then and then at the end when he's like he's like, I don't think we should blow up this building and they sit there and have a conversation about whether or not they should blow up a building. So stupid. <laughs> It's like, would you guys stop derailing shit? Or, like, I think the one that bothered me is, like, when we have to spend a whole episode of waiting for Jessica to come back before we have the big fight scene at the Chinese restaurant. Like, I'm going to (laughs) leave. Yeah, it was just incredibly annoying. They all were. Yeah, it was. I don't know. (laughs) It made me sad. But anyway, uh, what's the next episode of Hero? The uh, filler. So yeah, it wasn't filler. One was a recovery episode. I mean, I guess, I guess the that one wasn't filler. I guess the the froppy episode is technically filler, but it's froppy. So no, it was good. I I I love froppy's great. That's our our homegirl right there. It was definitely a filler episode. Having high seas adventures. With uh, <laughs> Seal Man. Yeah, that was <laughs> ridiculous. That guy was the whole thing, it, it kind of made me. I was kind of thinking halfway through it. I was like, would I watch a whole show of just her? And then I kind of <laughs> thought, eh, maybe I wouldn't, but this is really nice. It, You know what? It does feel like you started watching a spinoff series when this happened. Mm-hmm. As it was similar enough that it feels connected, but like focused on the uh, on the water coast guard element that it feels distinct. Yeah, which was it was cool, but I kind of backpedaled from like thinking I would watch a whole series of her because I was just like it was like that moment where she was kind of having that uh, like this is my moment I gotta I gotta do this thing. It was just like staring at someone with, like, a completely, like, dead expression on their face. (laughs) She just kind of, like, I really like her, but she's kind of, seems like there's not that much going on upstairs. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, too. It's funny, too, that uh, she kind of uh, invokes that. Because she's actually one of the more, I want to say, one of the more insightful characters 
like I think seeing Deku's power a total of once, twice, three times a lady, she's like, your power is like all mites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of works really well as like comic relief. Mm-hmm. She's kind of got like we know who she is. I think the problem is is she's she doesn't have any like uh, underlying like demons to go along with anything. Like, yeah, she's just another kid there to learn. Well, her her uh, problems are a lot more not only a lot more simple but actually mostly resolved. Yeah, she's a side character. <laughs> well, yeah, she it's funny yeah. she she makes for a really good support character because unlike everyone else, her like all her ducks are in a row. She's got her shit together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. She reminds me of characters that we saw in comics that like were kind of that, but then to like if you really actually wanted to have them kind of shine in their own like series or something or book, you'd have to rewrite them. Mm. Like. If you look at a lot of major characters in comics, that's happened quite a lot. It's happened to, like, a lot of the female characters got rewritten to have more depth. Lois Lane, Karen Page, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. It was definitely a, a fun episode, but I kind of wanted to go back to the main story. <laughs> I did, I mean, it was, I did like how that outside of the main threat uh, that there's lots of little other little tinier, smaller villains that everyone can go out to and fight and deal with. And that's why it was fun watching her fight that octopus man thing, which was gross because his tentacles were human hands. That was was weird. (laughs) He was seriously freaky looking. That was a bit (laughs) disturbing. Um, That's when he grabbed her. It was weird. Um, But it was okay. I mean, it was. It was probably always fun to watch. It was. Uh, I, I'd say it was perfect as like a single episode adventure. Yeah. It was, yeah. It yeah, was really it was. fun. I think uh, was, what I'd too. definitely be down with, uh, like, and this could even be, be concurrent with the series, would be kind of like an anthology series, which is just okay. Here's something this character did for a day, mm. so on and so forth. Like you wouldn't even necessarily need to be like whole episode per character. You could like split it into like fifteen or ten minute chunks with different uh, people, kind of like a, I guess, kind of like a less goofy version of Teen Titans Go. <laughs> See, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't bug me. This kind of episode wouldn't bug me as much if it was set up like Netflix, where you can kind of just binge watch it all at once, but. Since we have to wait for these episodes every Saturday, it's just kind of annoying because I'm like so excited about the main story and I want to see more of those characters and more of what's going on, more about the villains. And then the, you know, I see the filler episode and then I know, okay, that was fun, but now I got to wait an entire week now for things to get back on track. I mean, it's uh, I get the point of filler episodes to kind of give you a break at some downtime, but I'm really excited about the main story. So hopefully they won't have too many more of these. Well, remember this is this is this is in between, Joe. Like we're actually in between yeah. arcs right now. Well, that's, that's true. 
I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was really nice after the whole crazy killer thing to have a break and mm. see something else. But what I did think, I kind of wondered for a second. I was like, this actually, I feel like, I don't know why they didn't put this in front of the uh, stain arc because this is that's when it took place. Like mm. why? Like because we kind of got a little bit beforehand about where everybody was and what they were doing at their internships. And then we kind of got an episode with with Deku and then and what he was doing, and then that led straight into the stain stuff. But I feel like like somewhere in in between, like Deku's episode and explaining where everybody was, they could have put this in there because we got a little bit of stuff with the uh, like Bakugo and and uh, and best jeans. Oh yeah, seven time <laughs> winner of the best genist award. Yeah, it was, so it was weird. It was weird that they uh, backtracked a little bit. I didn't even think about that. You're right. That would have been the perfect timing for that because they were kind of showing everyone's internships. Though there was one thing that stood out to me. It's actually kind of funny. Um, that snake lady, the two girls ended up interning under. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's the kind of thing Stain is looking to stamp out. <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah, she's I like supposed to be a hero, life. but all she does is like further her TV career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too bad those girls didn't probably probably learned nothing, mm-hmm. or at worst got like a really bad influence. Well, they got some. Uh, I guess they got some acting experience. Yeah, well, they're <laughs> gonna get exposure when the commercial comes out. Yep. And then the guy, the guy the, the, <laughs> with the little purple ball thingies, he now like oh, feels oh, mother- all women are demons. <laughs> Motherfucking grape juice. That didn't stop him from trying to peek, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> the people. <laughs> yeah, that little was, kid is raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, well, he got what he deserved. Did you see yeah. the, the show break? They've been doing little profiles. Oh, yeah. Of, like, Blood types and dates and underwipes his was women. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker, that little that little guy's got a disease, man. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a little or prematurely. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't want to make it sound like what he's doing is a good thing. It's just kind of amazing that it like it doesn't stop. No, not one bit. Like he's he's started he's starting to creep up on Kentaro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, caught an earphone jack to the eye. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt a little bad for Deku. He got to be amazing for like thirty seconds, <laughs> and then he tripped and fell during the race. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The race was. That's a, another one. I I feel like like the OVA that we watched was cool, but like I feel like that goes here. Hmm. I can kind of see that. Um. Especially since they referenced plot points in it. Yeah, I mean it's probably it probably fits somewhere in the either in that area or the area we're gonna get to. 
wait, how many episodes are left? There, I think it's like four or five. I think there's left. five more episodes. So five more episodes. Yeah. Or I th- well, I think so. So I think we're going to wait an additional week before we get back to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, that episode is where we finally get to learn the history of of all mites. One yeah. for all, all for one. Yeah, I, I think Mike, you were the closest in. I kind of like guessing the nature of uh, one for all. What did I say? Well, uh, I think your initial guess is that um, this guy, that the person creating the Nomus had one for all as well. Versus, oh, yeah. Versus a, a power which one for all spun off of. Which mm-hmm. I, I think I said that kid who could copy people's quirks was broken. Mm-hmm. All for one is the most busted shit in existence. Yeah. Like, literally. Uh, the, whole, the whole history that he gave of, like, quirks and stuff was really cool. I really enjoyed kind of the world building that they they did there. Especially when you find out, like, of course, like, it, it was like, like mutants in the X-Men in the early times. People hated people with quirks and shit. Uh, yeah. But, but the whole, like, the plot of like these two kind of quirks, like the two brothers, and mm-hmm. the little way great. that that all for or one for all kind of was collected and then passed down to to kind of fight this. It almost felt like some like ancient fantasy type. Of, yeah, it's got the gravitas of it. Yeah, it does, but it's got like a comic book coat of paint, which I really enjoy. Yeah, it makes it kind of adds to the sort of like weight of All Might being this symbol of peace. He feels like a legit chosen one when you found out that there was like six other guys that tried to take this guy down and couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I love that we actually we got to see him a little bit. Uh, how the guy who has um all for one. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. plaster was, face. Yeah, it was cool to hear that story about All Might. It was like I thought I killed him, but then we see him; he's just all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that that was that was that must have been some raw ass battle. Considering, mm-hmm. I think it seemed like they were implying that that's how All Might ended up in the state he's in now. Well, I mean, you got to think this that guy has the quirks of so many different other people. Mm-hmm. So that's well, yeah, dangerous. there's well, yeah, there's no way of knowing how many quirks he has since he can legit take them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like you, know, you add to the fact that like hybrid quirks are basically becoming like new quirks. So there's like new powers manifesting at any point in time. And I also liked how um, they were talking about a bit more about the Nomus and how they, how they are that when you put too many quarks into some people, they just can't take it. And that's when they just start to, that's how they end up in that brain dead state. Yeah. That's, uh, I love, I love that origin of all that stuff. That was, that was great. But I, I, after hearing all that stuff, I would love to get like an OVA or a short or something. I uh, just uh, just about that time yeah. in history that Which would have been great and probably a pretty but, bleak period of time. 
Oh yeah, I would imagine. And then maybe you could just end that series on the with the the battle of All Might and him or something. Mm-hmm. That that would have been cool because I would love to know more about that stuff and meet his the brother, the little brother who where the powers come from and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think it was like uh, it's weird because I'm not sure what the wording on it exactly is. Maybe I'll get a better idea once they dub that episode, but. I think they said he gave his brother a power to stock quirks. I'm not sure if that meant he was just turning him into a quirk shelf or well, it was another well, that, ability to another ability to hold quirks or something like that. The point is, is it somehow like molded with uh, the ability the younger brother already had, which was to pass quirks on and turned into one for all. Yeah. And didn't he say that all the really crazy strength and stuff came from, I guess, another quirk that when it was mixed in with him? Yeah. That's where that came from. It was passed on. Well, yeah, they were saying that the one his brother gave him combined with the one he already had that no, that's one, that no one knew he had, probably not even him. Yeah. Well, how would you? I mean, the yeah. ability to pass on other quirks. Like, so, well, yeah, so that, hard that, to... that quirk is like basically useless until he passes it on to his kid and maybe his kid doesn't even know it till he has a kid or she has a kid i remember that little um the quick chat between deku and and all might when um deku was freaking out because he was um like saying does that mean that uh what's his name god like he has my power now or something and all Might was trying to explain to him that no, it's not the the DNA. It has to be. But you have to, to. It has to be given. It has to be given. You actually literally have to say you can have the power. You've got to like will it to the other person. They can't just like fucking like take a bite out of your arm and be like, I right. got the power. Right, <laughs> right. Which I thought that was that's 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 different. Yeah, that's not something. That's very different, actually. It seems like. Uh, them just explaining away that that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. They just wanted to be sure, like, oh, right, yeah, he bit him. He's not going to get his power. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Not going to write yeah. that story. Because that would have been crazy. Well, I think it also kind of reflects the nature of, like, the quirks, how one is an evil power, one's a good power, one can take and force powers on you, the other must be given but it's stronger because of it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very, it's a very, I mean, this uh, anime is very much inspired by uh, American comic books and uh, superheroes in particular, but that sort of take on the struggle between good and evil, I want to say is a much more Eastern approach where the two are connected. Mm. Oh, you mean connected, like, you know, they have some sort of relation yeah, or like, something like, like that? Or... One, one literally spawned from the other. Yeah, that seems to happen a lot in anime. Yeah, it, well, I want to say it's not even just uh, anime or even just a Japanese thing. I think it's uh, an Eastern thing. Like, you'll find that a lot of uh, both Eastern mythology and uh, religion hold to, yeah, hold to idea that it's all either stemming from the same source or part of a single whole dark side of the force and the light side yeah, of the force. Exactly. <laughs> so they'll always be connected in some way. Usually one will show up in response to another. More often than not, good showing up to counter evil. 
Oh, yeah. But they do it in a way that works really well with the uh, Western comic uh, aesthetic and sort of uh, influence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so much power. I don't know. After after that, I kind of like. I'm kind of glad they're gonna do some crazy summer shit. I needed I needed a fucking recovery episode after that conversation. Uh, I want more. I want more from like now. No breaks. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Oh lord, Joe, you're a glutton. No, I'm sorry. When I get into this stuff, I, I just I want to stop deadly it. I don't sins. want downtime. Gluttony. Good. You are Do glutton. <laughs> Just enjoying it so much. Makes my Saturdays fun. Yeah, I do. I do like waking up and watching this show. It's pretty good. Yes. Yes. They just need to move Nights and Magic to Saturday. And yes. That'll be perfect. I just need, like <laughs> at least one more show and then I can like proper properly replicate that Saturday morning feeling. Maybe when the creator of regular show finally gets that other thing out. Oh man, it looks so great. Can't wait for that one. But, uh, yeah. Uh, anything you guys want to say about, um, uh, these, uh, episodes before I get fitted for a costume and go out and fight evil. I am really curious to know how they're going to handle because, I mean, there's still so much to cover here, and there's so there's not a lot of episodes left. I mean, there's I mean, what's going on with uh, you know the, all those villains, the guy with the face thingy on his hand, and what are they planning to do? And obviously, the uh, what's his name, uh, all for one or whatever, or one for all. That's the bad one, right? Yeah, uh, all yeah, for one the is one. the bad one. All for all for one. I mean, he still needs to get properly introduced. They they got to build that up. I mean, there's, there's like a lot left here. Well, I it, just, it doesn't all need to happen this season. That's true. They could end it uh, on a cliffhanger in the big final battle or close, or maybe they could do the like the, the meanest thing ever is they could actually start the final battle and cut off right there. And then it picks back up right on season three. That would just be mean if they did it that way. Yeah, so basically what Game of Thrones and Walking Dead does to us every other season. Uh, yeah, if they end this season with um, with uh, Deku meeting the big bad guy, and then that's it. And it just fades out. I swear to God. I'm going to just... I feel like we don't... Do. I feel like we don't have time for... For that, the bad guy. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole season's worth of. Yeah, that. yeah. I think I think it's going to be similar to like that last teaser shot we got of Stain at the end of season one. That's probably all we're gonna. What we got of him is all we're gonna get for now. Yeah, I think you're right. It's probably just going to be introducing him properly to all of them, and then that's and then that's kind of the end of it. Uh, uh. I do feel like there's going to be some sort of somewhat big encounter with, um, you know, the other, the guy with the hand on his face and maybe uh, some more no moves yeah, and that uh, stuff. But you think the league of villains are going to show up again? I think they are like, maybe, 
have that will be the encounter that leads to the big one possibly man it's just not enough time it's like <laughs> more episodes they should have made this a 50 episode thing joe you know there's gonna be a third season I know, I you know. Gotta relax. Means I gotta, that means I gotta wait, though. I don't. This waiting is killing me. I don't. Ugh, Patience is super a virtue, annoying. Joe face. My butt, it is. I needs me this now. Ugh, it's just frustrating because I really enjoy this show. Joe needs his fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just so much fun. The characters, I love the characters. Ugh. Great. Oh. That's something else I want to talk about real quick. Is that back to the battle when they were fighting him and native and and all of them uh, and how and one thing I love about Deku is that he's doing the whole like learning and adapting thing. He start he was using some of the moves that the fiery angry man like when he was fighting him mm-hmm. like uh, he started adapting and using that weird backflip rotation. I don't know exactly what it was, but yet there was a name for it. The guy actually had a name for it, and he called it that, too. And oh, I just like that the, with every how, encounter. That, the, how it's sorry, our impact. I think that's uh, – was it that one? I don't know. That's like I, that's the big one where he turns into like a giant, explodey tornado. No, it wasn't that one. It was the a move that he did before that where he kind of jumped over the person. Oh, yeah, and, just, just the whole maneuverability thing. Yeah, and so like he just – Every time he encounters someone, as we know, he studies them and tries to understand how they work, their weaknesses, their strong points, all that kind of stuff. And I just like how he's adapting and kind of using this for himself, mixing with his powers. I did like how the fiery, crazy guy, when he saw him doing that, he got so angry. He says, that's my move. What are you doing? Uh, man, so He'd have gotten angry anyway. He's still a fucking shit. Like <laughs> right before that race happens, everyone's like, "Who's gonna win?" And, and then he's like, "Deku's gonna be last." <laughs> but yeah, but I, I like him for that. I love how he's just so good at adapting and just understanding his situation. So it's ah, man, this is why I love the show. It's great. It's okay, jumper cables. He's not real. He can't hurt you. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I guess he just reminds me of people who were like mean and shitty to me. Flashbacks. Getting flashbacks. Perhaps. (laughs) I mean, I mean, at least, at least you can like laugh at him when he's being shitty. Like at least it's funny. Mm, True. A lot of times people take a character like this and just kind of like screw it up. Like they think, oh yeah, you think him being like mean and shitty to people is cool. So yeah, here's some more of it. And it's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bad man won't get you. I'm looking at you, Naruto. Or should I say Sasuke? (laughs) Guy's a dick. But, um, yeah, uh, not much to say other than, you know, I want more. And, uh, unlike Joe, I don't want you to rush it. Just, just, you know, keep doing it good. You rush it, you give it to me now. 
Joe, if you're in that big of a hurry, just read the manga. No, that's words. Wait, I already am reading words. <laughs> Stupid. Scratch that. I'm just lazy. Um, if you find grape juice as as amusing as I am, watch Golden Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, again, stain image comics as a whole. Yeah, I was gonna say any comic from the '90s, really, any edgy comic. Yeah, um, maybe Punisher. Anything with an anti-hero. Yeah, like Venom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Shit like Venom. that. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, if you like the idea of dog cops, there's a Super Sentai series called Decca Ranger. Their leader is a dog cop. Uh, the Power Rangers equivalent is called a SPD. The opening and closing theme is Synthetic Highway. Please check out its creator, Submorphine, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. S-U-B-O-R-P-H-I-E. The preview theme slash promo theme is Anime Raku. Please check out its creator at facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Also check out Squarion's Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash project stick. For old episodes and new episodes as they come out, please subscribe to us on soundcloud.com slash radio. You can also subscribe to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio, on Twitter at radio, or through Android, iTunes, or Google Play. If you want to talk to the hosts individually, I'm on Twitter at OldTopicConnect. Joe is on Twitter at MAGP Returns, and Mike is on Twitter at Hyper90s. like all Asian actors or all Japanese actors and actually have them speak Japanese here but like it's kind of redundant at this point yeah why, why, why do you need to come to America to make a Japanese film what's wrong with the Japanese film the Japanese people made